Another another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. Now with more caffeine in it. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm not that caffeinated yet. I'm just starting to drink. I am. Are you okay? Yes, I'm. I'm a super caffeinated because I, I had actually three coffee, three cups of coffee today. Because guess what? Someone has got the coffee maker. Oh yeah, right. Got to yes. put, it, put it to use, right? Yeah. Yes. So today I had my morning coffee, my lunch coffee, and my little before podcast coffee. That's a lot of coffee. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could. I I drink like one caffeinated drink a day, most mm -hmm. days, and like that's about as much as I ever want. Like I don't want to get. I never like being too over caffeinated. Mm. Me neither, uh, and I I have a very like oversensitive to caffeine, so I shouldn't drink coffee after three o'clock. Did I drink coffee after three o'clock today? Yes, I did. Right, totally. <laughs> yeah, I, de I don't drink coffee at night at all because I'm also like, I, I get totally too wired even if uh, I drink a little bit of caffeine. But I remember yeah. when I was working somewhere, oh, I think I was working projection at a movie theater. So I was like working mm. late nights, obviously. And so I was drinking mm -hmm. a lot of like energy drinks at the time, specifically. And I had bought some like cheap knockoff brand. I remember it had a dragon on it, a, a can of of energy drink that was like ninety nine cents. Don't cheap on the energy drinks because I drank. There were little cans. I drank one of them, and I was like, "Oh, that's I'm pretty caffeinated." And I drank another one, and I went. Mm out of my freaking mind my heart was like pounding <laughs> i couldn't stop moving it was uh and i looked on the can it was like uh do not exceed like one serving yeah. of this or whatever and i'm like yeah. oops my bad contains 16 cups of coffee yeah <laughs> it was like this totally off-brand knockoff energy drink it wasn't like red bull or yeah. anything like that it when it was uh, yeah, yeah i don't know who knows what was in it really I, I do enjoy my monster. Uh, I think I think my favorite uh, is battery. Really, I don't battery. like monster, or at least not. I don't. I no, don't, like there's all these other flavors now, but like original taste, like yeah. original green monster. I never liked the flavor. Uh, I'm, I'd re prefer a Red Bull or like a Rockstar or something like that. Th have, those two taste like ever, almost identical. Yeah. Have you ever tasted a, a brand called Battery? No, but I know they have like really weird names for all their flavors that don't really. Yeah. That's like, uh, weird like, weird names that you're like that doesn't have anything to do with like the flavor it actually is, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that makes it sound totally. like it's gonna taste like yeah. battery acid or something. Acid, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I mean, a Red Bull original is kind of like it's a little boring in taste, if you ask me. And it's a little too sweet for me. I don't like it too sweet. We have some like well, they have sugar-free red. Yeah. I I always get the sugar-free, and that's a lot less sweet. Oh, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I think that tastes a little too artificial. Yeah. Mike, you think I, know I mean, it all tastes artificial. Things? All, all yes, energy dr drinks taste like true. you're shouldn't be drinking them. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, uh, have you, have you ever tried the like seven energy, seven hour energy thing? The like small bottle? Yeah, uh, yeah, I've had one or two in the past. I mean, they taste awful. Do they? I have never tasted them. Well, I mean, they're I've not, seen, you're seen not supposed to, they're not supposed to taste good. You're supposed to down it like a shot really quick. Oh, so it's like, okay. it, it, it's just supposed to work. It's not supposed to be like a really tasty thing. Um, okay. That's why it's such a small bottle. If it was bigger, nobody would drink those things because they taste like garbage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I remember. I think the one thing that I have uh, more sensitive to to than caffeine is actually ginseng. So I have a. <laughs> That's totally in all energy drinks too. Yeah. Oh gosh. So. Uh, in in the late, I would say late nineties, there was this like ginseng thing in Norway, mm -hmm. ginseng tea, ginseng like capsules, and the thing is like when you're on it, it's very like it gives you a lot of energy and it t tastes really good, but if you try to like get off it, it's like <laughs> quitting heroin. <laughs> it's like you have the shivers. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, I remember that. Going off of ginseng after like a period of work I had, it was like impossible to sleep. I was like, <gasps> I want ginseng now. <laughs> I used to be yeah. a huge. I I would drink energy drinks all the time. I don't really do anymore. Mostly just I'd rather just drink a Pepsi or something. Uh, mm. But I used to drink them all the time, like all the time, every day, every day. Mm. It usually sugar-free Rockstar, sugar-free Red Bull. But back, I want to say in the early 2000s, there was like a Sobe energy drink. You know, you know what Sobe is? It's like the, Never heard of it. It's like a, yeah. it's a juice company. They make like, okay. mm, they make like teas, like iced tea and things like that. And fruit Is juices. it a little like Snapple? A little bit, yeah. They make it in okay. like, I think, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if they were created to compete with Snapple. Uh, mm. They made an energy drink back in the day that was like my favorite, but it's been off the market in for like ten years or something probably. <laughs> but it was like one of the best energy drinks because uh, it was kind of fruity, but it kind of yeah. tasted like Red Bull. I don't know. It was good though. Sobe I had a, a adrenaline yeah. rush is what this says. Ooh, I had a period of my life where I drank a lot of of uh, of uh, Snapple. Now it's impossible. Like pink lemonade Snapple. Mm, mm, mm. That is my favorite. I guess I, now it's yeah. I went through impossible. a Snapple period, and I don't really ever yeah. drink Snapple anymore. Yeah, it's impossible to get a hold of in Norway now. Oh, really? Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. No one snails. 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 Yeah. No, that's <laughs> no the problem. The, it's snails that are selling it, and it's taking forever uh, for everything to get everywhere. Uh, wasn't that the thing in Futurama where they made their energy uh, drink out of snails? Probably. That sounds. I yeah. mean, yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Talking about drinks, you you have a you have a new soda with you. Should we do that right away? Uh yeah. Uh it's in yeah. it's in the fridge, so I gotta go get it. You want me to go get it? Yeah. Okay. One second. 
So while uh, Luke is uh, getting that, I will explain what's going on. So sometimes, uh, from time to time, we do do uh, soda reviews when when uh, Luke finds something weird in the store. For example, like he did this time, uh, uh, he messaged me out of the blue with a new Mountain Blue. Mountain Dew, sorry. So that is what we are going to try today. And what is the flavor of Mountain Dew? It's raspberry lemonade, actually. Uh, mm -hmm. Says, with a blast of ras raspberry lemonade flavor. Flavor, excuse me. So it's original Mountain Dew with a splash of of uh, lemonade. Right, it's bright pink. Um, okay. Yeah, it looked bright pink. It's called that Mountain Dew. I got the zero sugar. Mountain Dew zero sugar spark. I think it came out mm. like two or three weeks ago. I found it this week at like my local store. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see how much does this have a ton of caffeine. Holy crap! One hundred and twenty or one hundred and eleven milligrams in. In this twenty oh. ounce fluid bottle. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> well, it, it is a twenty ounce, not a twelve ounce, so it might it would, yeah. it would be it would be probably around the same as like a Pepsi Max, as my guess. If it was a twelve, yeah. 12 ounce. Oh, Pepsi Max has so much coffee in it. Oh gosh. Okay, here we go. Let's see if we can get the pop. Ooh, yes. Yeah, I definitely Ooh. felt an explosion there. A lot of carbonation happening. How does it smell? Mm, well, my nose is a little stuffed up. Uh, let me, one <laughs> yes. It's like asking someone that, that has an extremely stuffed up nose. Like, oh, what does it smell of this? Well, I just I blew my nose. I muted and blew my nose. Okay, let's see. I mean, it just smells like a fruit drink. Um, it okay. does. It smells like pink lemonade. It does. Mm, okay. I yeah. enjoy pink lemonade. I mean, how... how like an, artificial, like an artificial pink lemonade, you know, like yeah. Minute Maid pink lemonade, something like that. Mmm, yummy. Okay, let's try it. I, I enjoy uh, Minute Maid. That is also a kick I had some years ago. I haven't liked a lot of the sodas, the gimmick sodas that we tried lately. Let's try another separate. This isn't bad so far. Okay. Is it a lot of carbonation? Uh, Not as much as I would have thought w with that okay. explosion, but it's, you know, Mountain Dew yep. levels of uh, caffeine, or I mean uh, carbonation. Yeah, so a little on the flatter side, I would say. Yeah, I was actually expecting a bit more carbonation, but um, it's all right. It's pretty good. Um, okay. I can definitely tell this is zero sugar. I have a feeling the non-zero sugar f version is going to taste uh, a bit more like pink lemonade, if that makes sense. Because pink lemonade yeah. is so sugary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does it taste a little artificial? Or? Yeah, I'm, but I think that's the, the artificial sweetener is not mm. combining well with the pink lemonade flavor. Mm. Okay. Like, they're definitely battling against each other on my tongue for who is going to... Mm. Like, it's not like they're working together. They're, like, fighting it out. Um, Do you taste any of the original Mountain Dew in this? It's got the Mountain Dew smooth... Like, that smoothness that Mountain Dew has. But it's right. mostly that pink lemonade flavor. Uh, and, then, and then that zero sugary uh, yeah. 
chemically kind of um, aspartame probably is what's in this. Let's see. Mm. I'm going to guess it's yeah, aspartame. It's aspartame. It's got that flavor that is coming in strong yeah. right after the pink lemonade. I don't know. I'll give this a. Mm. Uh, I have a feeling I would give it a higher score if it wasn't the zero sugar, but I'll give it a. I'll give it a six point five. It's good. I'd buy it. Oh. I'd buy it again, and just to try the other one. I bet it would be mm. really good on ice. It's like a very summertime, summertimey drink that they put out in spring. Mm. So that's a little weird mm. timing on their part, but yeah. I'd recommend it. Okay, cool. Uh, well, from uh, to drinks to uh, something uh, a little more. Uh, uh, I almost said sad. I'm not sure it's sad because uh, Facebook uh, removed a deep fake video of, of uh, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Uh, uh, is this uh, a Russian deep fake? Yeah, we don't know, do we? Um... Facebook has guess, yes. removed a deepfake video on its platform that claimed to show Ukrainian President Zelensky urging his country's troops to surrender to invading Russian forces. Mm-hmm. Nathan, Nathan, oh, Nathaniel Gleischer, head of security at Meta, Facebook's parent company, tweeted on Wednesday that the video was removed from for violating the company's policy against manipulated media. Uh, the deepfake video appeared on the website for Sagadonia, a Russian-language Ukrainian tabloid newspaper, with the text claiming that Zelensky had ordered the troops to stand down. So somebody, a news organization picked it up as though it was real? Is that what they're saying? No, oh, Sagadonia responded in a statement uh, saying that enemy hackers were responsible for the hacking. The alter video was aired in a hack news broadcast on Television also on Ukraine 24, a statement noted. Oh. Hmm. So this, they, they like actually put this, they put it on television. It's not, wasn't yeah. just on Facebook. I think the, probably hmm. the television thing's a bigger deal than Facebook, just because. Yeah. I, I uh, well, at, the, at least at this point, any, any, everybody kind of takes what they see on Facebook at face value, right? I mean, most people. Well, Yeah. There's a reason why I'm not on Facebook. Yeah, I, 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 I think Facebook is. I, 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 I kind of was thinking about it today. I was talking to someone and I, and I, I, thinking about like how how much like, uh, Facebook has moved from like having contacts with your friends to, to like, <laughs> uh, uh, having having your uh, farm will on it. Till now, like where your aunt yells at uh, at uh, everybody in her family for not voting Trump, <laughs> it's like it 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 has uh, gone through some phases, and I'm I'm thinking that they are kind of like in the face of where where it's a an opinion board more than anything else. Uh, but I mean that's kind of always what it was. Mm, I mean, to a certain degree, because it was always it because it, it, what you're talking about is something like I like a AOL IM instant messenger that was like set up just to communicate with people, right? Which is kind sure. of, and so Facebook was designed to be like a platform where you could just put out all your like that's why you have a wall and you have your own personal uh, page 
is because that's a place for you to put stuff that you think about, you talk, you're, you want people to see, right? So, sure, that's sure. always but been it, the design of Facebook, mm, right? Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess people didn't use it as much as uh, for politics and things like that before two thousand and sixteen. No, yeah, I, well, look up uh, the how the Obama administration used Facebook to get him elected. So I don't think that's true. Right. <laughs> that that's oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. If anybody invented Paul. Pol- politicizing facebook it was the obama administration yeah that that is true is that why russia bans facebook do you think uh that's possibility as to why uh i mean this deep fake video according to ukrainians uh they reportedly ridiculed it for the poor quality uh, of video and audio so i don't know how much even <laughs> they believed it um right but yeah russia then banned facebook uh and instagram uh, access mm. to Facebook and Instagram has al- already been restricted uh, earlier these months uh, after Meta confirmed it was relaxing its policy on hate speech towards Russia, uh, Russian soldiers, and Vladimir Putin, which we talked about last week, in mm. re- relation to the country. Uh, oh, to the country's war in Ukraine, mm, the court in Moscow said Facebook and Instagram uh, were carrying out extremist activities. In quotes. But it said mm. that Meta's WhatsApp uh, messenger service would not be prohibited because it was a means of communication, not a source of information. I think that's what we were just talking about. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during Monday's hearing on in Moscow, Russia's Facebook service uh, security service accused Meta of creating alternate re- alternative reality in which hatred for Russia is being kindled. <sighs> yeah, I... I... Again, I, I I do have a problem with, with that statement. I don't think there's a hate for Russians. I think we have a hate for what Vladimir Putin does. And he doesn't represent all Russians. Uh, but I can't understand like them viewing it that way uh, when Facebook made that decision to say to like change sure. their hate, hate policy because it's called a hatred policy, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you're yeah. making it okay for you to hate people, but at the same time, it's like these some a lot of these people deserve uh, to be called out for these things. So, uh, yeah, it's like I don't want to say that they're definitely not right for banning Facebook, it, uh, but Facebook had already restricted their services in uh, Russia already, so people weren't mm. able to use those services already. Now Russia is just completely, like, straight out banning it. And so the big question, I think, now is YouTube next. Yeah. That's what a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, I definitely think so. Uh, But uh, I feel the more restrictions uh, Vladimir Putin puts on his countrymen, maybe there will be more uproar against him as well so well it doesn't just have to be banned by russia it could be google taking the service down in russia it could be either of those things i guess right right yeah uh because all all these places and companies are pulling out but uh there hasn't even been really a peep about youtube uh and google they Mm. they did restrict ads to be like russian youtubers to be able to make adsense 
but like if okay. you, only in Russia. So like if you're a YouTuber who's filming in Russia but has uh, viewers who are seeing ads other places in the world that still are able to get ads, the ad revenue is still like building up in their AdSense, but since the uh, banking system shut down, that AdSense is just stuck there, is what I'm going to understand. Does that, isn't that oh, weird? Yeah. That is super whack. Um, this is another thing that's weird. Uh, previously, this these same laws in Russia that they're using against Facebook were used against the Taliban, uh, as well as Jehovah's Witnesses uh, and uh, yeah. uh, opposition uh, groups... Uh, that have been against the the Russian government, obviously. Yeah, something here is not like the other. <laughs> it, it's, it, you know, it's just like anti-government groups, Taliban, ben. Facebook, and Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels a little strange. Like Jehovah's Witnesses, why? Why Jehovah's Witnesses is of all weird things to ban? But uh, yeah, no, they have. I have some Jehovah's Witnesses friends, and they they are of course very like, oh, uh, see the Russian state is pro uh, trying to uh, to stop us. We are the correct religion, see, because Russia. Hmm. It says uh, so. prosecutors in Russia say they will not seek charges against Russian citizens that access these banned platforms as hundreds of Russians have sought to circumvent the social media by using VPN. So. Yep. Get the VPN! <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about the thing that Norwegian media has talked uh, the most about this week. Uh, two, uh, no, sorry, four U.S. Marines uh, were killed in a Osprey aircraft crash during training here in Norway. Uh, of course, this has been huge news in Norwegian media. Uh, I, uh, it's been in American newspapers as well as I am. Just understand. not on the not on the mainstream media, but it has been yeah. in American newspapers like ABC News and uh, uh, those kind of like. Mm, it's been in uh, mainstream. What print media, but not really on the on the news news. Yeah, on the news news. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what happened? Four U.S. Marines were killed Friday when an American aircraft crashed during a large NATO military exercise in Norway. Uh, the plane crashed in Nordland, a country nor in northern Norway. Local authorities have said police arrived at the scene around 1:30 a.m. local time and confirmed the crew confirmed that the crew. Uh, that four of the crew were deceased. As far as we know, they are all, all four American. The Norwegian mm -hmm. crew has confirmed the four, mem four members' bodies were retrieved Sunday. Uh, the Marines will be reunited with their families through a dignified transfer in the next coming days. Uh, right, this is current. Uh, right, currently, there's a. Uh, Incident investigation, uh, Jim Stenger, a U.S. Marine Corps spokesman, said. Okay. Currently, there are 3,000 U.S. Marines in northern Norway participating in Cold Response 22. 
which is the largest NATO exercise since the end of the Cold War, as there are 30,000 mm -hmm. troops participating in this year's exercise. Um, yeah, this we talked about uh, cold response month a few months ago, right? And I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, maybe don't do that. Is what I mm -hmm. said at the time. Yeah, uh, there has been a lot of like talk of uh, 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 of this in in ways that I wasn't thinking Norwegian media were willing to kind of look at it because they are being kind of even though it's been kind of like oh we feel bad for families and things like that one of the biggest questions in Norwegian media this week has been uh, actually should we allow this because of our relationship with Russia and things that's going on uh, there right now and there been a lot of talk of like why why did this exercise go on uh, in this uh, kind of time? So I I find it interesting that that Norwegian media is willing to finally kind of criticize. It would have been uh, good to do that. To, I don't know a month ago before I started. Like when I when I said it when I found out yeah. about it, ran. What was I doing research on? I was doing research on something else. Yeah. And I found that. Oh, I was doing mm -hmm. research on the history of U.S. soldiers in Norway. And I sent you all those mm -hmm. things. And then while I was doing that research, I found, oh, this upcoming Nor uh, U.S. Norway exercise that's happening right on the border of Russia. And I had mm -hmm. just pointed out, hey, maybe if I was in Norway and I was uh, w seeing what was happening right now, I would tell my government, my government official, I'd be like, hey, Maybe don't do these. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Some this I seems know. dangerous yes. and provo uh, uh, provoking the enemy. If you're going to be doing these right. things right now, uh, and you, the, yeah. this this was planned way before, way way before the uh, Ukraine yeah. stuff happened. So, uh, but it it feels unresponsible for them to continue uh, with it after the fact of the Ukrainian uh, or the Russian invasion in Ukraine. So I, I really, really don't understand why they were so occupied in their head uh, with continuing this, even though that was going on at the same time. For me, that feels like a extremely shitty idea. Well, it says it's held every two years. And it was right. planned long before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And I understand that, but you're allowed to like say, hey, maybe we should wait. Right. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think once that invasion happened and we realized that any type of uh, NATO or U.S. military um, movements, exercises, mm -hmm. um, uh, equipment, Mo like moving equipment from one place to another could be seen as a pro provoca provocation against Russia, especially when it's mm. right on their border, to continue with this exercise uh, that we knew would be provoking the, the situation just seems uh, either... There are two options here. Uh, stupid or on purpose to provoke the situation. Yeah, yeah. Right. The, the, and I, I I, feel strangely that it's more the latter. I feel it's more for for provoking things than 
than they them being stupid. I think they did this because they could. And that's that's kind of what I have seen in in witch media as well. Like the people are being occupied with. Of course, it's tragic that that people die in this accident. It is, but it's also bringing something bigger to the surface. Right. So yeah, I, I, yeah, and that uh, it. I don't want to say it helped. It, it uh, a lot of at least in the beginning before we realized that Vladimir Putin doesn't actually just care about. NATO expansion, uh, right. This was like kind of at the time when I was pointing it out, going, "Don't put NATO troops on their border if you if you don't want Russian troops, you know, on somebody else's border." Mm-hmm. Um, it can be seen as not justification, but it can be seen as like uh, provoking. Yeah, provoking. that it gives them yeah. it, it gives Russians a reason to be upset. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the best way to put it. Uh, hey, aren't we finally done with COVID nineteen uh, news? Look. Um, I thought so because this week I went to the grocery store. Uh, this week in Oregon, they dropped the uh, the mask rules, mask mandates in in mm-hmm. stores. So again, like, just like last time when we had two weeks and the mask mandate went away and then came back. Remember that for mm-hmm. a very short time? Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, about half it, half it, the people in the store were wearing masks. Half the people weren't, even though they weren't required to. Every employee oh, in the store was wearing a mask. I will tell you that. <laughs> Every single one. I don't know if it was store policy. I know it's Probably. not required by law, but every yeah. everybody was wearing a mask. So um, yeah. I thought that was Probably. interesting. Public store requirements, but yeah, no, it's no danger anymore because COVID is is gone, and uh, there c- can't be any more <laughs> variants. I was actually expecting <laughs> when I went to the store that there would be less oh. people, less customers than I saw wearing masks. But it, I would say it was about around fifty fifty, and it was a pretty okay. bit busy day at the grocery store to be honest. Okay. Uh, but maybe they should be wearing masks because, like you said, is there a new variant? That we've talked no. about in the past? No. I'm sure there isn't. Uh, oh, wait, what? a new COVID variant first detected two months ago is oh. making its way across the U.S. and spreading more quickly in the Northeast and West. New data released this week shows the BA.2 variant appears to be on its way to becoming the dominant variant strain, uh, roughly doubling each week over the past month, the CDC said. Uh, BA.2 a dot two is considered by the WHO as a sublineage of the highly transition transmissible Omicron, and is different version of Omicron, which was responsible uh, for the surge in the Northeast last year. Yeah, it's Omicron Delta. <laughs> is that what, yeah? I guess so. Uh, yeah, it's a, in the US. BA two accounted for about. A quarter of the cases in the week ending March twelfth. Uh, uh, that's up fourteen percent at the end of March fifth. That uh, that are not good numbers, look. In the uh, oh, BA two cases have risen in the recent weeks in the rest of the U.S., accounting to twelve to twenty percent of cases in other states. So, 
It's mm-hmm. just uh, it, it's spreading really fast. Mm-hmm. But uh, what they're saying is it's not known yet if causes severe illness uh, as hospitalizations and deaths from months before plummet just as quickly, even though it's now around, obviously. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it seems like it's not any more uh, dangerous. It's just maybe more uh, Trans- transmissible. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that is uh, why I say, uh, wear a mask. Just do it. It doesn't cost uh, you that much. And uh, maybe it will help you have a better life. Just do it. Oh, I, I like, going out this week when I was, I was like, you know, I'm thinking, like, going to the store, do I wear a mask? Do I not? Like, mm. when I walk in... Am I going to be the only person in the store wearing a mask and look like the oddball out or whatever? And I started thinking to myself, like, wait a second, like, people with autoimmune diseases way before the pandemic went to stores and wore a mask. With mask, yeah. And I saw those people all the time and never thought twice about it. Right, Uh, nobody's going to care. Right, exactly. And so I'm like, wait a second. Um, Yeah. This is just silly. Like, why why am I... Why am I overthinking this, I guess, yeah. Mm. Why, why am I worried about what other people think? Well, not only that, it's like, before the pandemic, when I saw somebody wearing a mask, I didn't go, oh my god, what what is going on here, right? Yeah. Mm. Hey, uh, GC Max News, uh, we talked about this uh, some weeks ago. She filed a request for a new trial uh, because uh, she found out that one of the jury members had been... Uh, raped? Uh, well, what going? it was is that they had a questionnaire from the lawyers, and on the questionnaire it said, were you ever sexually assaulted or something of that right. nature? And he said no, but what he's saying is that he misunderstood the question specifically on the... On the, uh, on the qu- questionnaire? Questionnaire. There, I was going to say quiz, and I was like, that's very wrong. Do not say that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a weird quiz. Um... But what we're seeing now, Ghislaine Maxwell is not entitled to a new sex trafficking trial because her lawyers have failed to show or prove that the juror was biased, according to U.S. government court filings. Uh, The British socialite asked for her Jeffrey Epstein-related conviction to be overturned over Scotty Davis' media interview in which he disclosed he had been a victim of uh, sexual abuse as a child. The revelation sent uh, Maxwell's conviction into chaos because jurors had had been asked about the history of abuse in a questionnaire. Maxwell's team asked for a new trial, but prosecution filing said David made an honest mistake and there was no evidence he was trying to be biased. Uh, The court filing seen by Newsweek read, After a thoughtful and thorough hearing held by this court, it is crystal clear that the defendant received a fair trial. Jurors... Juror number 50's sworn testimony at the hearing made evident that he did not deliberately lie or complete, uh, oh, in completing the questionnaire, but instead made an honest mistake. So. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think he did an honest mistake, or do you think he meant... I don't know how he could know, well, first of all, how would he know he was going to get picked? Uh, right. 
That's a good question. They they there's still like a really low chance he would even get pecked if he right. lied about this one question, which he could have just felt uncomfortable revealing that because maybe he's never mm-hmm. told anybody about that in his life ever, and so right. he's like. Right. I don't really feel like a whole courtroom and all these random people that I don't even know knowing about my right. Yeah, sexual my childhood assault, yeah. sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. So I can even if he did lie about it, I can kind of see why he like why he mm. would. Yeah, it's something me don't really go and tell perfectly strange people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> never met. Uh, I'm going to guess that she hopes uh, to get out uh, from uh, jail as fast as Jesse Smollett did, because we talked about Jesse Smollett case on Wednesday, and he was out by Thursday, right? Uh, is or it Friday? Thursday? Is I want to say it was Friday. Well, let's read yeah, it. Okay. Uh, there's no five viable evidence against Jesse Smollett that's the claims the actor's family have made at a press briefing in, uh, as they insisted that the Chicago police mishandled his case during an hour-long uh, virtual gathering S- Friday the Empire Star's siblings uh, stated their case the Smollett family, uh, Smollett family and defense attorney Heather Wendell met up with a sm- select group of Los Angeles black journalists and insisted that Jesse never lied about being assaulted. Jesse was released from jail on Wednesday night. Okay, so like the same oh, night so we did the podcast. The same night we did the podcast, okay. Right, it was, you know. Yeah, that's fast. Probably eight hours after we did it. After an yeah. appellate court ruled the actor should be freed pending an appeal of his conviction for lying to the Chicago police about what the <coughs> investigation determined was an elaborate hoax. The actor has maintained his innocence throughout. Mm. Uh, Jesse spent six nights in jail, but his family members insisted the reason he was locked up, in their opinion, is because Chicago police rushed to judgment amid intense pressure to solve the case. Uh, I have seen many guilty people in my life, Luke. And uh, I have to say that he's on, on, uh, he's on, he's on that list of uh, people I don't give uh, the doubt to. I'm sorry. I've seen the video of uh, his friends buying the rope. I have seen the video of, of his friends... Uh, stating things to the police and to the media about what he did, so I'm sorry, I don't believe him. I don't think he's innocent, Luke. Uh, is this re- Jesse Smollett's lawyer, Sue Osandonario Brothers? These are the two guys that uh, supposedly, quote-unquote, um, attacked him? That he paid right. them to... Uh, Jesse Smollett's lawyers are now suing those two guys. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see what comes out of that. I I suppose. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, that I am going also to guess that once it's, uh, Jesse Smollett uh, uh, fr- gets free, get out of jail free card is uh, Julian Assange. But uh, he had some good, good. Uh, Good, uh, good news, I would say, yes. Uh, 
Yeah, I think this is some um, rare, positive Julian Assange news, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you don't get that a don't lot. Get that that often. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the last time we got positive was when they actually said he wasn't going to get extradited, and that turned around mm-hmm. fairly quickly. Uh, but the WikiLeaks founder, Julian Assange, is getting married in Belmarsh Prison today. Uh, uh, congratulations to them, I guess. With yes. four, mm-hmm. only four guests allowed to attend the wedding. Uh, Vivian Westwood is designing a wedding dress for Stella Morris and a kilt for Assange, whose parents have links back to Scotland. The designer has a staunch, has been a staunch supporter of Assange. Uh, Morris, who met Assange when he was living in the Ecuadorian embassy, seeking political asylum, will marry the WikiLeaks founder in the high security jail nearly three years after his arrest. Uh, The couple have two children. See, this is the only time I care about when they say what what they were wearing, because it's a fucking wedding. <laughs> Other than that, you can stop reporting that, people. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. In most cases, it really doesn't matter, but in this case, no. it, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's because kind of cute. Also, Vivian Westwood. I imagine. I, I don't love Vivian Westwood. I'm not yeah, sure exactly who that is, but I assume she's like a very famous. Oh yeah, yeah. I know of her. Okay. When she, when I know of her, she's <laughs> a famous designer. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. And obviously, she's doing it just because she supports supports them. Uh, I. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, also, it probably gets out gets her name out there but um sure but it 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 doesn't really matter i think i think people will just say that oh this was a good cause and she was supporting them since she she, since she have been supporting him all along i mean i don't think it's a media it's done for a media i i think it's a genuine real gift Oh, okay. When they said four people are allowed to attend, it says two witnesses along with two security guards. So actually, two, uh, two people. I yeah. Guess. Unless so, the, yes. unless the security guards are just friends of theirs. Are friends of theirs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to the scientist uh, news. What are some scientist news this week, Luke? Scientists have figured out a way to decipher the pictures people see in their minds uh, mm. when they are imagining something. Working with patients with epilepsy who had already had electrodes fitted inside their brains, researchers at Osaka University in Japan used an electrocardiogram electrocorticogram technology to capture patients' brainwaves while they were thinking about an image. Participants were instructed to look at an image while mentally picturing a completely separate image from uh, a few various categories, such as landscape or human face. Uh, The technique allowed the researchers to detect patterns of electrical activity in the brain in real time during the experiment, which they used to determine what the person was imagining rather than what they were actually looking at. Does that make sense? Mm. Yes, so when someone says, I can read your mind, and you laugh at them, and then they tell you they are a scientist from Japan, you should actually believe them. 
Well, if you have electrodes inside your brain. Uh, In testing this hypothesis, the scientists were able to generate a clear distinction between imagined imagined image and a viewed image with remarkable accuracy. Uh, This this technology could potentially be used to develop a... uh, I I just uh, totally mistake uh, communication... And I couldn't say communication, which is ironic. Is that irony? I think mm-hmm. that's irony. That, that, that's I- I- ironic. That's even Alanis Morissette. I think that's ironic. Okay. Technology could potentially mm. be used to develop a communication device for severely paralyzed patients uh, or people with ALS as well. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm sure we're not going to use this technology to to read people's mind or something. Yeah, we're definitely not going to use this against people who we think are criminals to go back into their memories and see if they actually murdered somebody or not. Right. That's not what we're going to use this technology for. Cough, cough, hint, hint. Or use it against political dissidents uh, to go back and see if they met up with people that we didn't like. Right. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you believe in the New World Order, Luke? Uh, depends on what you mean by that. I believe that Kevin Nash, uh, Scott Hall, and Hulk Hogan got together in the in the mid '90s to develop the New World Order. I don't know if I believe in the other New World Order that much. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Scott Hall, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That was Joe Biden oh. in the background. Oh. Yeah, Joe Biden uh, says uh, there will going to be a new world order. Should we look at it? Sure, yeah. He came out in like a big boa also, which was really weird. <laughs> 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 Too American made. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Non-wrestling fans are going to go, what? I think what even non-wrestling fans will get that reference just because it's <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Okay, uh, in three, two, one, go. We are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just okay. the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one He's speaking at the Business Roundtable Lobbying Organization. Secure meeting the other day. Mm. 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. Was there an earthquake so, happening? Since then, we established... A Why is the camera shaking so much? A lot of people dying, but nowhere near the chaos. All right, here's where he now says it. Now's the time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there. And we've got to lead it. Hey! We've got to unite the rest of the He said the thing! He said the thing! It's like when... It's like the titular moment when when they say the, the title of the of the movie. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Joe Biden. Joe Biden has inadvertently drawn attention of conspiracy theorists with his remarks he made at the end of a speech about the implications of a Russian assault on Ukraine. Uh... Many people believe the New World Order uh, is a group that's trying to um, take over the world, one world religion, mm-hmm. and all that. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure J- uh, Alex Jones just himself when uh, <laughs> when he heard Biden. Oh yeah, that. there was all the yeah. all these conspiracy <laughs> guys. Well, the problem is like if you go and look up like George Bush uh, said this at one point, and like Clinton said the same thing at one point, so they. Those guys can just take all these presidents that have said that, like, over their course of their presidency and, like, kind of 
mm-hmm. you could compile them together and make like a video that shows all these presidents saying that. So my suggestion to future presidents is like, don't say that. Like avoid, <laughs> just avoid. Like he could have just avoided saying that, and we wouldn't be in this situation. Like, don't write that in your. Uh, don't write New World Order in your script unless you want conspiracy theorists to think that that's a thing, right? So, seems. Mm-hmm. He, and it looked to me like he was reading a script. So it, I don't, It just seems dumb to put that in there, unless they're trying to rile up conspiracy theorists. I guess. Thing. I think someone forgot to put the batteries in to that Joe Biden doll that was talking, by the way. He sounded really out of it, right? But he kind of yes. always sounds like that. I wonder if he's going to win another election. Hmm. Doubt it. Doubt it, doubt it, doubt it. Man, there has been a lot of uh, Kamala Harris talk in the last few days without seeing her, but, like, hmm. there's some behind-the-scenes drama happening right now with her, like... Uh, she was upset that Biden didn't defend her when people were coming after her. Um, and there's all this talk about her being really mean to her staff and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's Oh, yeah, I heard that, yeah. There's, like, a book coming out that has all this behind-the-scenes stuff that people are talking about. I don't know. I, you know, it's a book, so they could be just trying to make money. Well, if you should read a book, you should go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. See what I did there? If yeah. you have to read a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the uh, coolest, smallest country you can think of? Um, Andorra I, I... is up there. Andorra. I like Andorra. Um, the Isle, the ever... Isle of Samoa, does that count? <laughs> That's not a... <laughs> it's not a country, uh, no. Country. Yeah. Andorra is up there because we never hear anything about Andorra. I, yeah, like, no, I never hear about that, no. Yeah. Switzerland is up there. That's pretty small. Liechtenstein? Yeah. You like Liechtenstein? Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I hear it's beautiful there. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'd, I'd want to visit, though. Would you like to visit a small country like Norway? Norway is pretty small. It's Well, not. I mean, comparatively, it's not that small. I mean, like, New Zealand is way smaller than you. And that's a pretty cool is country. It? It's pretty small, isn't it? Is it smaller than Norway? I didn't know that. I would assume so. Let me look it up. New... Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Tron is going to tell the truth about small con is making big compromises. Uh, so that is well, what going to tell the truth. Real, yeah. real quick, Norway is approximately 3,230 uh, square kilometers, while New Zealand is approximately 268,838 square kilometers. Ooh, that's close. Yeah. Uh, New that's Zealand is 83.3% the size of Norway. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to get that much data by just looking that stupid <laughs> thing up. Okay, Tron is going to tell the truth. This is Tron, but Tron tells the truth. I'm going to talk about your issue. I think is the difference between the countries Europe and United States. Uh, many on the left in America often ask, have asked me if it's a little bit pathetic. I can support uh, countries like the United States and their imperialism, but now I'm so against 
Russian occupation of war in Ukraine. Well, let me talk a little bit about that because it's a little bit complicated. A smaller nation and middle-sized nations, they often have to deal with extremely big neighbors and extremely big partners who often want to have their agenda show that they are the leading mighty country in the world. China does it, United States does it, France tried to do it, Great Britain fails to do it, and Australia, <laughs> I don't even get started. My country has 5 million people. A lot of European countries are not big, they are small. So they cannot stand al alone against a mighty enemy. They cannot even just, they are also dependent on other markets, trade with other people, working with other people, and so on and so on. Always small nations need a big partner, and it be, so we have to do some choices. Who is the best and who is the worst? Because making marriages like this, you're not gonna get a perfect partner. I know what United States does. I was um, protested against the war in Iraq, in the war in Afghanistan, and I know what Obama has bombed and not bombed, and the terror prison on Cuba and so on. But again, will I have an alliance with the United States in NATO? Yes, I will. Will I join forces with the United States when it comes to fight some battles around the world? Yeah. But that also the practice that we also have to have. I am center-left, but I also fight for my nation's interests. And sometimes it's difficult. because A lot of people can be high cock in this because you don't risk anything. Nobody in the United States will ever know how to risk anything. It's not where you change something on popular politics that somebody gonna stop trading with you, go to war with you, occupy you or anything. If we do it, if like we criticize in the United States too much, that had a lot of consequences for us, diplomatically and trade-wise. That is the situation we are in. That's the situation a lot of other European countries are in. So we do we all we try to do our best. We criticize you, but do not criticize you too much. And we have to live with that. And I think it's perfect how to live with it. Because if we are not online with you, well, I know that Russia will try to eat up other countries. It's not the exception that Russia saved us during the Second World War. Well, I talked about that issue before. They, they make half of Europe up the communist part countries. They took a part of Finland, they took a part of Poland, and they took a part of Japan. They also did imperialism. Everybody does. Britain does. France did. So, well, then we sit here again, smaller nations with independence. What do we do? This is not a perfect marriage, but it's marriage who works, and it benefits us, and it benefits the United States. That's how it is. That's life. We don't want to sacrifice ourselves, or our countries, or anything, just because we have some righteous people on the left, United States, who are going to wave the banner for freedom and democracy. We don't. And that's difficult for you to understand. I know you're going to think it sound pathetic, 
but try to live here, try to have Norwegian citizenship. These days, we have a new discussion about NATO. Sweden want to join. They have a NATO debate in Finland. There are two small neutral countries in Europe, but now they're afraid. So what do they do? Do they, do they think America is perfect in everything? No, they don't. Do they think the rest of Europe, NATO is perfect? No. Sweden have protested against NATO many times, what they do, but they don't also want to be swallowed and be a part of another country. So they make compromises. Compromises, this I have been talking about so many times in Trump does the truth, is the way we do politics. That's how everybody does politics. You do it in marriage, you do it in relationships, you do it with your friends. Some compromises can be hard to swallow, but it's better to swallow something than being swallowed by others. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a nice day. That uh, was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you as always, Tron. Thank you, Tron. TV, gosh, holy moly. Sometimes I wonder if they like think, oh, I know what we're going to do. We're going to release 16 new shows this week. Uh, let's start with you, Luke. Uh, well, I saw Upload Season 2, well, most of it at least, uh, which you mm-hmm. watched last week. Uh, I yeah. didn't get around to last, I was just too busy. Uh, it, I didn't think this season was, at least from what I've seen, I think I've seen four episodes yet, so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, they go by really fast, but the jokes weren't as funny as the first episode, or the first season, sorry. Uh, but I think that's just the nature of the fact that, like, all the jokes about being in a virtual reality and stuff, they made it's, in the first episode. Yeah. Or the first yeah. season. Uh, mm. So they, like... A lot of that comedy is used up, and they they can't. Uh, at least in the first bunch of episodes, they haven't really found a flow of what they want the show to be now that they've gone past what the plan was for season one. Um, I still like some of the acting and stuff. It's still campy, mm. cheesy fun. So like, it's yeah. easy to watch, easy to have in the background, mindless mindless mm-hmm. entertainment. But as far as like mm-hmm. compared to season one, I don't think it's as good. I'd probably give it a. I'm going to put it right in the middle at a 5.5-ish. Mm. Cool. I'm going to begin with Phoenix Rising. Uh, let's start with that. Okay. Two, ep- two episodes on HBO Max. It is uh, a documentary about uh, Rachel Evan Woods and her fight... Uh, for uh, getting Marilyn Manson uh, behind bars, right, and also her her uh, relationship with him. Uh, only two episodes. Very good documentary. I felt uh, very moving. I, I I have a little like there are some very like small details that I wish they didn't like do. I wish they didn't like, for example. Uh, like focus on the Satanist thing. I don't really care about that. There's other things that I find more important that they 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 kind of like. Uh, I feel like they were 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 focusing on. But her story is kind of what what keeps this show afloat, if you ask me. Uh, and her story is super strong. I got extremely angry and I cried and 
yeah, I really dig this documentary. I really did like it. Did you watch it? Uh, no. No. I'm going to give this documentary uh, 7.4. 7.5, sorry. I think it's on Apple Plus or some somewhere. HBO, I said HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I saw Beyond the Edge reality show. Uh, you sure did. I'm trying to see where this was. Paramount Plus? Oh, CBS. Mm-hmm. CBS. Oh, CBS. Which owns Paramount Plus. So, it is also mm-hmm. on Paramount Plus, but CBS. Um, reality show about celebrities put, what, in the jungle... Uh, to survive uh, for charity money. So, like, the winner at the end gets money for their charities. And they do, uh, what, an obstacle-type thing each episode, and that's how they gain, def- gain money. Yeah. So there's not, like, a, an def- exact prize. <laughs> right. There's not an exact prize at the end. They have to gain the amounts mm. over over the course of the game. But it's definitely not Survivor. Definitely not content. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not because it's not entertaining as oh. Survivor. <laughs> oh well, that's 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 true. It's it was pretty boring. I mean, like in Survivor, you have like backstabbing and stuff, and searching for idols, and like yeah. uh, lying to each other. This was like, let's all kumbaya and love each other because <laughs> I, I think we're all Christian. There, there's definitely a weird Christian bias happening in this. Everybody's talking about mm. the Bible. They're all praying together. <laughs> you know, they're all like, there's a very weird Christian y propaganda feel to this show. Um, that I, it was very, it really, you could tell it was, it was palpable. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm. It was mm. just very, like, mm, Christian heavy. So, uh, I don't know. What would you give this? <sighs> Four. I'm probably gonna give it a three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if there was more, like the thing about reality shows like this is it they really depend on the drama to happen to be entertaining. Mm. Like the games are interesting, but they're not entertaining, and there's no drama in this really. So. Sure. Uh, the monsters from Krakow. This is a Netflix uh, Polish fantasy horror series. Yeah. Uh, sorry? Yeah, I, I saw this. Yeah? Uh, I really dig this. This was uh, my kind of jam. Uh, it's a little slow. Uh, I... I didn't think so. I mean, you... you get monster fights in, like, the first episode. Yeah, but uh, I mean between the fights is maybe oh, what I okay. meant. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought yeah. you meant uh, slow to start is what I thought you meant, okay. No, 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 no. But it it, it, it's, it is surprisingly good. Uh, what did you think about this? Uh, it, the, the look of it is really interesting. It's very dark and gritty, and mm-hmm. uh, it's going for like a... Uh, underworld type look to it, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm, I mean, the movie Underworld, where like there's all these different yes. types of monsters and everything's dark and gloomy all mm. the time. Um, and the main actress, I think, is very good, uh, mm-hmm. very interesting character as well, with her like very strange, I don't know, she's clearly like got some type of sex addiction happening. Um, <laughs> to say it mildly, yes. Uh, and 
the only I guess the special effects aren't great. There's that. Um, yeah. I think uh, yeah. some of the other actors aren't amazing, but overall, yeah. I'd, I'd probably give this a six. I give this a seven. So, yeah, I I watched uh, three. No, four episodes of it, and I'm going to finish it. I forgot I even watched it. I didn't have it on my sheet, but uh, thank you for reminding me. Um, (laughs) You're welcome. Blow Deck Down Under. Okay. Uh, I've never seen another Blow Deck show, ever. And I know that you've watched Blow Deck, and you've said, hey, you should watch Blow Deck. It's it's a funny reality show. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, there's this new one. So maybe I'll check it out just because I know Fro wanted me to watch, like, the last one or whatever, and I never did. So I'll watch this mm-hmm. one. I mean, is it all... Did you watch this? No. Oh, okay. Is there usually, like, a lot more fighting between, like, the crew, or is they are they always kind of like... Yes. You, yes, there's, there's... At least in this, there's... It, it more it seems like squabbles, like, oh, you're not doing your job well enough, more than it is, like... Oh, she's trying to sleep with him, or he's trying to sleep. It wasn't like that kind of like. Ah, okay. At okay. least in this one, it's more like, oh, I couldn't find him when I needed him to clean the table or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> this is not that engaging of entertaining drama. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, it's one of the. It's. I guess I should t- tell people what it is. It's a show about a crew running a. A yacht that's like a uh, they a rental yacht where but it's a giant massive three story so for very rich people to rent and uh, have a vacation day or week or whatever, Um, Mm -hmm. and then it's mostly about the crew and them taking care of the people the guests who are on the yacht and taking care of the boat and at one point in this first episode uh, the uh, the engine breaks down and so it's about the drama of like oh my gosh are we gonna get out of the bay in time before the tide goes down. These kind of drama things. Um, mm. A lot of very attractive people, obviously, in this mm-hmm. reality show about being on a yacht, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's brain, totally brainless. I, I give it a four. Cool. Another reality show this week was Young, Famous, and African on Netflix. Right, yep. Hi. I have a question for you. Have you heard of any of those people? Any of the people? Oh, in the show, no. But they're famous. Yeah, for, yeah. They're like famous in Africa, not famous. Right. Like, well, I mean, yeah. As far as I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, it is like any other like reality show like this. Famous people bickering with each other over stupid things. Um. I think I think it's okay. I I think one of my favorite things is uh, uh, the bling queen called Kanui. She's very funny. Um, but uh, some of her friends are kind of kind of like boring. I I saw two episodes and I'm out. Uh, oh yeah, I mean yeah. But I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't watch this. And if I was just skimming through regularly. Uh, I mostly watched this just to talk about it, but like, uh, there's, here's the thing about it. Like the drama is super engaging because it's so over the top. Like these people, right. these people yes. are so over, uh, so extra that it's 
<laughs> that it's got to be fake is my only that's the problem yeah, is yeah. it's so over the top that it's d- definitely yeah. not real like uh yeah. but at the same time that makes the characters so interesting because they're so over the top so i can see mm-hmm. some people looking past the fact that it's incredibly fake and enjoying it for the over the topness the campiness the crazy outfits like the um uh the wild uh, what in uh ba- back and forth between the different characters cuz clearly some of them just hate each other or uh, right. you know it's fake but like you know they hate each other in storyline to the point where like they put each other but then they're always putting each other in rooms with each other even though they hate each other yeah right. why 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 did it do that so she's like, like i'm gonna invite I... everybody to this party to <laughs> this party but i hate them all i hate every single one of these people i'm inviting to my party doesn't yeah but yeah. i mean it, they're so also weird. pointing out like the crazy like it's all about status like they don't really care about being right. liked they don't care they just want to be seen as like rich and that's all that matters i mean yeah they're Clearly, if this is if it is real, they're terrible people. Um, oh yeah, 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 just awful. But I give this a two. Uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a two. No, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. Okay. I mean, their camera work wasn't bad or anything. There wasn't anything glaringly. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. You? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't want to talk about that because I want you to talk. Welcome to Flatch. Welcome to Flatch. Uh, yeah, you recommended me this. On Fox. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a show about a little town called Flatch. It's a mockumentary sitcom, right? Um, it's very uh, modern family-like, except set in like a small rural town instead of being about like just a family. It's about a whole town. Mm-hmm. It's a, mm-hmm. uh, I think these kind of mockumentary shows... This is an old-school... Style. Like, at this point, uh, these sh- kind of shows have been out for so long, It's the, the formula is super used up, I feel. I don't know how you mm-hmm. feel about mockumentary sitcoms at this point. Yeah, no, I also feel like it's super used up. Uh, I, I wasn't a big fan of the one that everybody loved that was about the rich family that went poor. and Modern family. Everybody was... Oh, no. No, the other one. Uh, Arrested where, Development? Where they, no, the one where they go to the cabin with, uh, yeah, with the whole family. They lose all their money. Chits Creek. Now. Oh I'm yeah, I never, some. I never watched yeah. that either. No, not my cup of tea. So I, I, I kind of like. Eh, I was a little uh, going into this, but I, I thought it was okay. Um, I think like the um the show itself, like. The acting is, you know, it's not great. Like the sick, mm-hmm. the, the cinematography is very just standard uh, sitcom look look to it. Uh, the mm-hmm. storyline's not that interesting. The jokes are not that funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I don't think it's that great. That, uh, in my opinion, uh, I'd probably okay. give it. I I gotta give it a three point. F- I'm gonna give it a four. I would give it a four. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting, like, the world out of it, but I was expecting to laugh, and I didn't do any of that. So, um, that's a real issue when it's a sitcom. 
Hey, look, we did have the most important show on television this week because we finally find out, is it cake? Because that is the question they ask on Netflix. Is it cake, look? Right, is this is cake? just a bad uh, family <laughs> family vlog segment turned into an entire TV show, uh, TV game show, yeah. I mean, like... How many times on YouTube when you're going through, like, your recommended or, like, popular stuff on YouTube, do you see, like, mm. is it chocolate challenge? Is it right. Is it cake challenge? Or what? Are, is it a sandwich challenge? And now they're, they've just seen that do well on the YouTube algorithm and went, how do we make that into a shitty reality show? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it doesn't help that it's with Mikey Day. I like Mikey Day. Uh, uh, but he's not a good host. That is kind of my biggest problem with it. And I think the people they found for this show was also, like, semi-uninteresting. Uh, and some of the cakes that I make are very obviously cakes. Like, well, for example, the the purse task they did in one of, one of the shows. I was okay. like, okay, that, that's, that's, that's a cake. I can see it from here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it's very convoluted. That's also one of the things, like, why is it so convoluted? It's bakers that uh, first have to guess, is it cake from other people's cakes? And I don't, yeah, why, why is this con so convoluted? What, the rules? Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess because they've thought they needed some something to make it more interesting than just, like, but it isn't. Right. And well they also added like, oh, we're gonna have this guy use a big giant sword or different like cutting right. implement each time to make that interesting. Like they realized when they were writing and producing the show that the concept of like just revealing cake or not cake is not inherently interesting enough to make this a good show. So they had to add mm. all this other garbage in there. And it's like at that point, just don't make it a TV show. That's what I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll give it a three. Uh, I've got to give this a two. I think that uh, the host is bad enough, and some of the camera work is just... E camera work and editing. I think it was more the editing than, mm. than the camera work were bad enough that I can go down to a two for this. Okay. <sighs> Pink Lemonade. Ah, uh, life. Pink Lemonade. Life and Beth? Is that really what it was called? Life and Beth? Yes, yes, that is. The new Amy what it was Schumer called. show on Hulu. Uh, yeah, because it's definitely not inside uh, Amy Schumer. That's definitely not what it is. Was that a show or was that a. Uh, that's, exact, that's exactly what it is, by the way. I don't remember if I yes. saw that or not. I really don't remember. Um, it's on Netflix and it's as bad as this. Uh, it's just about a woman, woman played by Amy Schumer who uh, has, like, a career and everything, and she's got, like, a pretty normal life, like, pretty standard, like, American, you know, 9 to 5, go home, do your thing, but she's mm -hmm. not happy with it because it's so just blah. That's kind of mm. what I got from the first episode. Um, I... I I don't know. Other than that, uh, it's not great. I was not. I just wasn't entertained. Like the comedy aspects weren't funny uh, to me. Like it's very 
Mm. It's more trying to be uh, sad, not sad, but like mm, make you feel something for this character. Uh, mm -hmm. And like the comedy bits are funny in a way where it's like, oh, she she put her arm in pudding and now her her dress is dirty or something like that. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. It's kind of dry. It, there's got some dry humor to it, I guess, but it's it just wasn't funny to me. Uh, can't, the camera works fine. Some of the acting is good. Uh, I mean, is it? some of the people, some of the actors in it were fine. I thought. Um, mm -hmm. So overall, I don't know. I'd give this. A, I'll give it a four point five. I think. Oh, this is a three for me. I didn't look anything about this. I. I I am two episodes and I'm, and I'm out. It's so boring. So incredibly boring. Yeah, at the end of episode one, uh, which I haven't seen the second episode yet. I just watched one last night. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't understand uh, where they're going with it, but it seems like maybe there's something supernatural in it, but I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, Big Mouth uh, has gotten kind of a workplace comedy spin-off called Human Resources. Right, I was never um, a fan of Big Mouth. Uh, like, I watched a few episodes, but I never really yeah. liked it that much. Uh, I mean, how, yeah. did you, how did you like the original? I think it's okay. Yeah. It's, 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 it's totally okay. I didn't have any any hopes for this and i think this is worse than big mouth to be honest with you yeah i uh, i thought it was confusing the character yeah. the characters are in it are confusing and that's that's kind of my 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 feeling about it as well i i just feel like it it felt flat and, and it was kind of like uninteresting characters and uh, it, it's kind of like it's kind of dinging on that you have seen a lot of Big Mouth definitely because there's like uh, a lot of like references to that show, and I don't really like that, I, especially when I haven't seen all of Big Mouth because I definitely haven't. I mean, I, so, I, I've seen enough to know like the one main character is kind of yes. he's in this, but he's he's a side character. The main character right. from Big Mouth is a side character in this. That you see occasionally, but he doesn't really affect most mm. of the actual storyline. Um, it's they, they have all these different characters in it that just get uh, confused because a lot of them look the same. They, they mm. act the same. I mean, they are the same. And I guess yeah. it, that's part of the funny is like, oh, they, they're, all, they're all the same or whatever. Um, mm. But it, I don't know. I was just left a little baffled by the storyline the jokes are funny mm. i like a lot of the jokes um mm. they made me laugh it's just the storyline is a little uh lackluster and in the uh, character development is definitely confusing um yeah. i give it a 3.5 i have feeling I, I was gonna say i have a feeling i'd like it more if i saw big mouth but i was gonna give it a 3.5 so mm. then it's you again uh, let's see. I guess the last thing I saw was American Song Contest. Oh, <laughs> you saved the best for last. Uh, yeah, uh, we want to talk about that. Or do you want me to put one thing before that? Yeah, why don't you do that? Because I kind of want you to go into American Song Contest first, because you were more oh. invested in it than me. So. Yeah, so I, I saw We Crashed. Uh, uh, 
episode this week uh, with Anne Hathaway and Jared Leto. Hello. Oh, uh, Gerardo yes. Letito. Gerardo Leto. Yes. Uh, so this is uh, <laughs> this is the rise and fall of WeWorks. Mm-hmm. If anybody remembers this, this is an t- Apple TV Plus. I have to say that I fucking love Anne Hathaway in this show, and Jared Leto is actually good. Like he doesn't destroy it like he did, for example. Uh, every other movie he's basically ever. Every, in. every other movie he's in. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be nice there, but <laughs> yes, uh, I was thinking of that Lady Gaga uh, movie that's that's nominated for Oscar for some strange reason. No, it's is it? Oh, for makeup uh, or something. Uh, for makeup or something, yes. Oh, I, well, I know it's for, up for a Razzie, but I don't think it's up for an Oscar. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't remember. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, very interesting, very uh, uh, greed-filled, very... I am definitely going to continue this. Uh, I am going to give it a 9 out of 10. But yes, American Song Contest. This was my most anticipated show of the year, Luke. Uh, I was fearing it was going to be worse than it was. I have to say that first. Okay. I, I, th- I, I thought it was better than I was fearing it was going to be. Still not good. <laughs> Um, I think the the choice of hosts are maybe one of the weirdest things of this because them together don't, they don't really click together. Did you feel like they click together? Well, no, but uh, no. It, they're going for like a demographic. Uh, they're trying to pull in a male demographic with Snoop Dogg and a female demographic right. with Cle- Kelly Clarkson. So they they're yeah. doing this for a very specific reason, not for the chemistry of the hosts. Um, they don't. I don't think the they either of them fit in the show itself. Like let alone their no, chemistry. No. I don't think either of them feels like the host of like. When I look at Eurovision and I see those hosts, they don't feel like a Euro, of Eurovision. Maybe I'm just transferring that over. You know what I mean? It feels like I'm watching The Voice or I'm watching. American mm-hmm. Idol and not watching a you know a version American version of Eurovision. Um I mean you you seen Eurovision and I I do feel like uh the songs here were very Eurovisiony at least some of them. Uh should we go just go fucking through through them all? Uh, no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> no we okay. don't have time for that. Well, uh, uh, what what was your your favorite songs then? I don't even remember what songs were. I'd have to look through a list. So, uh, I mean, I just okay. I just watched it. I didn't. I wasn't taking notes or anything. Oh, I did. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I think by Michael Bolton was uh, good. Uh, there was the best love song, but uh, Houston won uh, for Rhode Island with "Held On Too Long." Well, that was the uh, jury uh, vote, and I think that was the best song of the the night. Uh, I really liked uh, Alexa with Wonderland. That was uh, the girl that was the K-pop girl that I liked. Yeah, um, 
sure. Uh, I mean, they, uh, it all was kind of just, uh, it all just felt like I, I was watching, like I said, American Idol or more, mm-hmm. what, what's the, America's Got Talent. It felt like an America's Got Talent episode live. I mean, the live aspect is kind of the most interesting part, right? It makes it mm-hmm. feel different than one of those other reality shows, is that it's live. Uh, and that's like, I guess, the most interesting part to me, um, that if you're watching it, you could actually see one of these performers screw up, right? And that would make this the most interesting to me. Um, well, there was one that did amazingly bad. Uh, I think I think his name was uh, uh, Jaco or something from Wisconsin. He he was terrible. That was a terrible song as well. Uh, My other thing was I didn't like, hear if they said this or not. I, or I guess I wasn't paying good. I should have been paying attention at the beginning when they talked about it. But were these all supposed to be new original songs, or were these just? Yeah, yeah. Because what I I did research on this one guy. New Boot Goofin by Ryan Charles, right? And mm-hmm. I found out that that song came out last year, in November. Yeah. So it's not a new original song. This is a song from last year, almost, mm. you know, six months, if not more old. Uh, so I think they're kind of stretching that. Uh, it seemed like, from what I did, they tried to scrub the song completely from the internet. But I was able to find uh, a website that still had the old link up, but it just said, you know, this link is no longer available, but underneath it, it still says new boots goofing on the website and stuff. So it's clear this song had already come out and now they're re-releasing it and saying it was original, uh, or it's a new song, even though it's not. Um, so that makes me go, mm, mm, yeah, yeah. It, it felt also a little convoluted. I, and I think that, one of the my 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 strongest criticisms is is how many people that moves on, because uh, out of the eleven that was performing, one directly goes qualifying from the jury and uh, three qualifying from from the voting, and I think four people out of eleven is too many people, to be honest. Um. Well, yeah. Um. We did see, like, I was wondering if we were going to see a full song or whether they were going to give us clips just because of time constraints. Uh, yeah. And we got to see all oh. the full songs. All so, of them, yeah. Um, I thought they were going to do a lot more, you know, building up of each character. Like, they did backgrounds on each people, but it wasn't mm-hmm. as as long as I was expecting. Uh, they get, And that gave them time to do uh, full songs. Uh yeah, I I still feel like this it's a little bit rigged obviously and they're goof they're they're kind of messing with the rules of like whatever and it, it feels too much just like uh America's got talent and less like what I consider boom I guess people are this isn't a guardian article people are calling it Amerovision. So right. Yeah, I I felt also there uh I think the quality of the songs were so-so. I like out of out of the eleven songs, there's only like two that I I really really liked. The one that won uh, the night and and like I said, uh, the the K-pop girl, she was really good. Okay. And I will give this a five point five six maybe. 
Uh, I'll give it a four. Right. I mean, it's just a. My. It's I, I. The thing is, I don't like um, America's Got Talent. I don't like Britain's Got Talent. If if you like those shows, right. you'll like this. It's just, it's not. If you like Eurovision, I I don't know if I don't I don't know if you'll like this or not. It's going to be a toss up for you probably. Probably. Uh, okay. What about the last episode of How I Met Your Father? Uh, How I Met Your Father, episode ten. Uh, let's see. Description. Uh, timing is everything. Sophie gets romantic advice from someone who's been through it all. Valentina and mm-hmm. Charlie face a tough crossroads in their relationship, and Jesse makes a choice. Yeah. Uh, the three main storylines kind of wrapped up kind of nicely. I like this episode very much. It was fun to see uh, 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 one of the cast members of the old show in it. Uh, the it news, was Robin. The news lady at Robin. Shabotsky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Shabotsky. Yeah, I mean... Uh, oh, no, two, because the bartender was also... Oh, yeah, but, but the bartender. The bartender, yes, right. He's not as like not a main character, obviously, from the original, but right, a but side it's, character. It's still fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting to see a few more of the original characters in this, but I guess maybe in the next uh, next season, if we get one, I guess. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we have the m- main storyline wraps up uh, bookend style where we mm-hmm. meet a new, or she meets a new guy, and we meet a new guy at the beginning of the season that leaves to do. Uh, what work on coral reefs in reefs sorry australia yeah i said it like it was christopher reeves or something <laughs> um coral reef in uh in australia and in mm. the end of this he he comes back after the storyline with her and the friend wraps up with him leaving on tour with his ex right um, mm-hmm. and then we have the two, the couple that's trying to get married and trying to decide to do it, what they want to do about their wedding the whole season. They finally just end up just getting married and saying, screw it. Like what? At the courthouse? Mm-hmm. We, ass- we never really see it. They just say, Hey, we got married. Um, and then what's and, the last storyline? Oh, the last storyline uh, is the, uh, Englishman and his yeah. girlfriend, uh, who at the beginning of the season, they had just basically met and were on this whirlwind relationship of him coming from uh, his home country and moving to the U.S. and everything, um, mm. and them not really being a couple, and now they are, you know, more official at the end of the season, for sure. Yeah, but I also like that we're sitting a little doubt there because she doesn't want kids and he she wants kids. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So that I, I really liked... Uh, I'm going to give this season finale a six point five. I think a six is fine. It's it wasn't as funny as some of the other episodes. Um, no, we got a nostalgia moment though that was fun. Oh, yeah. we didn't mention that she goes to the uh, bar underneath her apartment, and it's the original bar from the original <laughs> bar, show. Yes, and she's like, "That was very fun." That was probably the best joke. She walks in the door and goes. Man, I, how have I never been to, into this bar? It's right <laughs> below my bar. apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of funny. Like that's, I mean, uh, it's self-referential. Yeah. It's kind of breaking the fourth wall, and that's why it's fun. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It was fine. Uh, the overall, the season, you know, it was fine. I, nothing. 
I wouldn't compare it in any way to the original series. Uh, no. But it's mindless fun entertainment. I don't feel like anybody in uh, five years is going to be going back and binging the whole thing no. uh, like they did the original. No. I, I think I will give the whole season uh, a six. Uh... I give it a six point five. I think it's. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. But I think we're right in the same ballpark. Cool. Uh, next week we will do the first episode of Halo. 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 Says the Halo. Halo I've heard Halo, mixed Halo. things. Critical says uh, it's all right, and then other people saying it's not all right. Um, so we'll see. I guess. I think ma- we will see. I don't. I know some Halo lore, but I'm not. I didn't play all the Halo games or anything. So. I have played all of three, I think. I think that's all of them, isn't it? I mean, there were like the remasters and stuff, but I think there was only no, no, the the third game I meant. Oh, all of oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah, of of Halo three. That's that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I thought you uh, meant I've I've played all three of them, right? Okay. Um, no, no, no. I meant I played all of Halo three. That's that's more or less what I played. Oh, I see. I okay. I mean, I played a lot of the first one, and I played some of the second one. So I don't, and then I didn't play any of the third one. So, uh, so should we talk a little about Kanye West? That's not allowed to come to the Grammys, by the way. Oh, poor Gra- Kanye West. He probably should have been banned from the Grammys a long time ago. When you think about it, <laughs> for that whole uh, the Taylor Swift incident that happened like ten years ago at this point. Ten years ago, when we realized what a shit asshole he was. Was that the first? time that people really uh, I want to say that was one of the first big times people were like wow this guy's a real douchebag right yeah yeah I'm not I'm going to let you finish but Beyonce had the best video yeah that was fun um Kanye West has been suspended from Instagram uh after he put a racial slur talking about Trevor Noah um Kanye West has, has been suspended from Instagram for 24 hours after he used a racial slur a spokesman for the company Meta told TMZ and HuffPost that the suspension was due to violating the company's hate speech policy, uh, also bullying and harassment. Uh, yeah. Trevor Noah had criticized West on The Daily Show. Uh, mm. West responded by rewriting the lyrics of Kumbaya uh, with a twisted uh, word uh, used to describe a black person in, in the lyrics. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's just going after anybody who talks about him at this point. Uh, he's so petty. Uh, from what I understand, I mean, he like threat. He's been threatening people with violence, and that didn't get 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 him kicked off Instagram. He's been like, "Hey, I'm gonna come to your house and beat you up," kind of thing. But mm-hmm. using a derogatory word did. I don't know. I think both are bad, but I have a I feel like threats of violence are much worse than a derogatory word. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though they're both bad, I think one's worse. I guess. I agree. Yeah, no, I also think that the threat of violence is 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 much I, well, much worse. Maybe they should have made both of those things the reason he got kicked, not just yeah. the one. Yeah. Um. But you know, I I also think Instagram is going. We don't want to kick him off. Like he. Lots of people follow him. People are going to be really upset at us if we kick. Mm. Kanye off Instagram, you know, like forever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at when people uh, when Trump got kicked off of like Twitter, 
Imagine mm. that, except for Kanye stands, who are like the most hardcore, yeah. crazy oh. fans ever. <laughs> I mean, Trump Fair fans enough. are crazy yeah. and everything. Kanye fans, I think, are right there on that level. Mm. Uh, something that passed us by, and uh, this is. Uh, I mean, it came world. out on like Tuesday last week, so we just barely missed it last week. Yeah, uh, because Dr. Disrespect that we have talked about settles his lawsuit with Twitch. This is a big news, actually. And uh, I kind of, like, didn't see anything about it. Well, I think the reason we didn't see a lot about it is because we still don't know why he was banned from the platform. Um, right. Which was kind of the real, what everybody wanted to know is why they kicked him off. Um, mm -hmm. All we know is that... Uh, They've uh, come to some kind of agreement to settle the lawsuit, which Dr. Disrespect uh, was permanently suspended from Twitch for reasons unknown in June 2020. A year later, he launched legal action over this ban, saying that the loss of Twitch channel was not an imp was only impacting him financially, but also on serious, uh, but did serious reputational damage. Um, that's all under the bridge now. Uh, and they say they are friends again. They have resolved the legal dispute with Twitch. He's, Dr. Disrespect, Disrespect said in a message on Twitter, uh, no party in the case does admits any wrongdoing. Uh, conf Twitch confirmed the settlement in an almost identically worded email sent to PC Gamer. So, mm. Nothing about how much money it's talked about, but I'm going to guess that it is a lot of money. Uh, I would imagine so. Uh, I just don't know how how much, but he, I mean, he was under contract. We the thing is, we don't know the reason for them kicking off, him off. But if they came to a settlement, it probably wasn't a good reason. That's my only thought. I've said it before, but I will say it again. Go to oddworldtrial.com/adc. That's oddworldtrial.com/adc. Get a 30-day free trial of Audible. Get a free book, even if you cancel with Audible. You won't, trust me. Uh, you will keep the book, and it helps us out. So do it. Do it. Uh, Eurovision look. Uh, did you get tricked by a video on, uh, available <laughs> from you uh, from uh, Georgia with Seekers Mirkus look me in? Um, not really. Uh, but maybe it's because like I noticed a time code at the bottom, like actually said right. Uh, but isn't this sh song too short? Uh, no, it's maximum three minutes. Oh, okay. I thought you had to, like, there was a minimum amount of... Okay. No. Two minutes, 30 yeah. seconds, even then, is still, like, a really short mm -hmm. song for, like, song yeah. song length, no matter what. I guess that's not true. Like, really fast, hardcore punk songs can be, like, a minute 30, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, the thing says, artist condemns Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Um, mm hmm uh, the song itself, I don't know. How would you describe it? It's hard. It 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 feels very written on drugs. <laughs> That's what I would say about it. It feels like somebody has been on an acid trip and wrote this song. I think what like the style of music that I would like genre. I guess I would kind of put it. Uh, I think they call it electro. 
uh, funk, electro funk. Mm -hmm. It's like a f okay. you know nineteen seventies funk type uh, sound, except done like using uh, techniques that you would for electronic music or uh, techno or something like that. It, does that mm. kind of describe what it sounds like to you? Sure. Right. Yeah. I can agree to that. Because it's got that funk, like, funk aspect to the singing and, like, the bass line and everything, but it's sure. also got that techno feel. Yeah. But uh, what is sad about it is that I think it's a shit song, to be honest. I thought it was... I mean, it's fine. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was terrible. I, I feel like I could get down to this if I was, you know, uh, at a club or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it a 2 out of 10, but... Uh... It's not my kind of song. It's it's not my taste of music. I just didn't like it. I'd probably give it a six, actually. Wow. Okay. I I like uh, funk though. Hmm? I I I've always been a big fan of you know George Clinton funky funky stuff like that from the seventies. So mm. yeah. Uh, United Kingdom. Uh, it's Sam Ryder with Spaceman, or as he sings it, I'm into space man. Yeah, this what guy you think about this? looks like about a thousand people you've seen before, doesn't he? Yes. He's like a meld of all the like. If you took Sami Zayn and Jesus and mixed them together, maybe is a good way to describe him. The music video is pretty fun. I mean, that doesn't say anything uh, about like yeah. the um, performance, stage performance he's going to have. I have a feeling, stage performance wise, it's just going to be him sitting at a piano, maybe. They raised the piano up mid-performance, kind of based off of the, what the feeling in the music video. Does that like put him on a mm -hmm. a thing, that or either that, or attach the piano to strings and actually physically raise him up off the ground? I can see that, that as fun. like a thing that yeah. they would do for this, um, because the music video he's like on it, playing a piano, flying around a city. Uh, no, he's not playing a piano. He's sitting in sofa. Oh, a sofa, or... right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, the song is, it feels kind of 90s, doesn't it? I I like it, though. I like I, it, I but it just feels yeah. like it was something that would have been played on MTV right after you saw a Sum 41 <laughs> music video, to me. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's... Not that that's a bad thing at all. No, I think this is one of the UK's strongest uh, song. Songs in the air. I doubt this will be get zero points as Embers did last year. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, I got both zero from from uh, juries and uh, from televotes. I think this will gather some points. I think it was will be like around maybe fifteen, fifteen some somewhere. The only negative I can give is not very high energy. Um, no. So yeah. if it's I surrounded agree. by well, when it's played in Eurovision, if it's surrounded by two other super high-energy songs, I have a feeling it's going to mm -hmm. get drowned out and nobody's going to remember it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But I'll give it a six. Uh, mm, let's see. Eurovision, Eurovision. I, I, I'll give it a seven. Okay. Yep. Uh, then we have Andro Mache. Andro Mache with... Ella from Cyprus. This was different. Holy moly, I like this song. Uh, yeah, another music video. So hard to tell performance-wise. What do you think? I think it's just going to be 
her standing there probably in like a spotlight. Probably, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. It's just, her voice is so good. Yeah, it's very good. The lyrics are pretty standard love song type. Yeah. yeah, Eurovision uh, female ballad. Um, mm. I, I mean, that's one negative of this song is it's just so, you know, generic, sta- standard, generic, the mm. same. Mm. Seen it a thousand times. Um, I agree. Yeah. Not not in any way pushing any boundaries, <laughs> like mm-hmm. writing the line. There's a lot of things you could say mm. about this song, but this, her voice is good. It it works. Uh, I don't know. I'll give this a. I'm gonna give it a four. I am going to give it a five. It feels like in the middle. I I think it will do probably okay. I think it will qualify. I don't. Uh, Think it will have any problems with that, but I I'm going to guess between ten and fifteen somewhere. I don't see this uh, uh, higher than than top ten. No, it it just doesn't stand out. Is the real problem? Like it's it's well, good, uh, it just doesn't stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next uh, I I can tell you now that uh, we we're done with Eurovision uh, in in the way that there's no new songs coming out. Uh, so that is good, but that doesn't mean that we will stop. So next week we will talk about Germany because we we need to have those pre qualifiers in, at least. Uh, I don't know what else, but Germany we will see. But we will definitely do Germany. Okay. Uh, yeah. Netflix is changing their policy of sharing uh your account with other households. Uh. This is from them. For at least a year, we've been working on ways to enable members to share outside their household to do easily, to do it easily and securely while also paying a bit more. Over the next few weeks, we will launch and test new features uh, for our members in Chile, Costa Rica, and uh, Peru. Uh, members with standard and premium plans will be able to add a sub account for two people they don't live with uh, to each of their profiles. Personalized recommendations, a login and password, uh, at a lower price. Uh, you can also transfer a profile to a new account, uh, and then they can set if it's like the basic, standard, or premium uh, for their for their thing, for mm. their own account, I guess. Um, I mean, they're they're saying this is good for you and us like the consumer and Netflix, because uh, right now it, they say it's impacting our ability to invest in great new TV film, TV and films for our members, which I, you know, that's kind of a give and take. Like if you want really good Netflix shows, uh, yeah. they got to get paid. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, sure. But then maybe they should stop using millions and millions of bad movies like that and project or, Right. Yeah. The, well, the I mean, the rock movie that we saw, that I'm sure they used to be. I don't think they produced that Adam project. I think they probably just bought the rights to the the to the damn thing. Uh, True. I think that's Netflix's model is more just buy the rights to a shitty movie and just have a lot of content, and then every once in a while we'll release something really good. Um, where other places are definitely trying to like produce all their own stuff. Um, Netflix mm-hmm. still makes a lot of things, so. 
Well, talking about shit, I saw Jackass the movie. It isn't ch- ch- well uh, shit, but uh, they have a lot of shit in the but movie. But there's shit all up in it, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Jackass Forever, uh, the new Jackass movie. Uh, yeah, it felt very nostalgic. It felt very like. Uh, a lot of penis jokes. I I think well, this yeah. is <laughs> the most penis jokes I've seen in a movie since Jackass Three. Uh, yeah, no, I liked it. I will give it a seven. Okay. Uh, I saw Windfall. I think you saw this. Yeah, I did because you recommended. Uh, J- Jason Siegel is the main character, I guess, in this, right? Mm-hmm. From uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, and a few other things. Uh, he plays a burglar who is <laughs> ransacking this house, and while he's taking... while this he's terrible at it. <laughs> while he's in there, uh, he thinks nobody's there. It's like a, a house out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, the couple who... Uh, li- don't really live at the house. It's like their vacation home or whatever. Sh- randomly show up just as he's mm, about to leave uh, after stealing a bunch of stuff. So he has yeah. to take them hostage, basically, because they saw his face. And it goes from there. Like, wh- what does he do? Um, I don't know. I really <laughs> like the way it's shot. The pacing is really good. It builds tension yeah. the whole time because it's really... The pacing is slow, but that, you know, builds tension, because this is kind of a thriller mm-hmm. um, mystery. It's got a bit of mystery aspect to it, because you're like... Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, oh, why is he ransacking this house? He's clearly clearly targeting these people for a reason, but you don't really know why till the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and he's, he's extremely terrible at it. I, I think that... Uh, I didn't think it was as funny... Uh, well, I didn't. Okay, I didn't expect expect it to be as funny as I thought it was. I really like this movie. I did it. I'm very happy that you recommended it to me. Yeah, uh, definitely worth watching. I'd recommend it to anybody. Really, um, it's one of those movies where, like, there's. It's not really a. Uh, I couldn't say, oh, this is targeted at this demographic of people, or like this. No. Like, is, this is a one that uh, women would like or men would like or something in any way. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think ev- this is a kind of, ev- everybody would like it. Um, yeah. Uh, I give, What did I give it? I gave it a, I gave it an 8. I gave it a 7.5. Okay. Uh, hey, look, did you know that it is crucial for your survival skins, uh, skills in the near future to know how to skate? Yeah, when war breaks out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then you need to learn how to skate. That was at least uh, the premise of Black Crab that we both saw this week. It, like, barely ever freezes enough for anybody to ice skate in Oregon, so is it okay (laughs) if I learn how to rollerblade? Is that all right? Does that that work for the end times? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. This this is this was a fun movie. I didn't really expect anything from this, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I was expecting just a, a standard action movie, and it kind of was. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty standard action it movie. It kind of was, yeah. Um, I guess some very good acting in it, though. I think. Yeah, some bad special effects, some good acting. Yeah, yeah. Um, some 
Yeah, I would say the dialogue was mixed. Some bad dialogue, some good dialogue. The concept mm -hmm. for it is definitely interesting in that uh, it's about a, a group of people uh, who are... It, it's during, like, wartime. We're not really given any indication as to who's at war. We just know there's, like, mm -hmm. a massive world war type thing happening. It's There's war mm -hmm. all over Europe, clearly, is what we can tell. And these four people are tasked with getting something that they don't know what it is, but they're told by the army, you got to get it from this place to this place, and the only way to do that is to ice skate across, what, this giant, I guess it must lake. be a lake, yeah. uh, but it's a huge lake, like maybe just massive. Uh, uh, and it's like they're going um, in the dark of night over the border, like across enemy lines. Mm. So, you know, that's the whole thing. Uh, there's some backstabbing that happens, some ins and outs. They get attacked. They stop and get backstabbed and everything. Mm -hmm. um, I think leaving the bad guy kind of, or the enemy that they, they refer to it as the enemy or the uh, them, or they refer to like the one shooting at us, but they never really say, oh, we're being right. attacked by this group. And like the soldiers you see that attack them are always head to toe covered you don't see their hands yeah. you don't see their faces yeah. you don't see any skin so they're just like mm -hmm. these blank canvas bad guys right and mm -hmm. it, sometimes that would be really stupid but in this it definitely works it works it it works and i and i i think that's one of the things that i i liked the most about this was uh i i i even said it to you during this movie are we following the bad guys are we following the right are we following who we are supposed to share for, or are we all of a sudden following the bad guys? Because like, 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 yeah, like I said, they 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 do some things that are very, uh, I would say, morally ambiguous. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, we never really know what side she's like the main characters on. She's kind right. of just. Uh... She wants daughter, yeah. Yeah, the only reason she's doing this mission at all is to try to get her daughter back because they tell her mm -hmm. uh, they can get to her daughter who at the beginning of the episode, or the the movie, at the beginning of the me movie, uh, they get separated in, when they get attacked in their car, right, at the beginning mm -hmm. of the war. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's good. I don't know, I'd give it a 7, probably. I, I would give it a 7.5. Okay. Uh, are we going to see the trailer for the movie about Uma Thurman? Uh, maybe, because it's a movie called Uma. I think there's something wrong. Is there something wrong? Is there something wrong, Look, Mother. Mom? Is what, it's a, mother. a translation. More Sandra Don't O. Don't become your mother. Don't become your mother indeed. I have no plans of becoming my mother, by the way. I don't think an oil lamp is retro. I think it's incredibly, incredibly old. Stop. It's not even old school. It's like Who are you? from the last century. No! <laughs> Yeah, what is in the... What's in the box, Look. 
It's kind of was definitely. That's my Uma. That's my Uma. She said it. She said the name of the film. Mm-hmm. Roll credits. Why? Some Koreans believe that life's hardships are caused by the tormented spirits of their ancestors. Amanda, you okay? I think there's something wrong. Is this what you want? A final resting place? Oh. Mm hmm. That ominous smoke coming out of an urn, usually not a good sign. Yeah, just ask the Undertaker. If you see that and you work as a beekeeper, just move to another country. That's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a rule, the general rule. Don't become. your mother. Oh, her. You see, like, her forehead was, like, changing shape or whatever. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. What is this Oscar-nominated movie all about, Luke? Uma. Uh, Sandra Oh. I want to sing. I want to sing the song like Uma he, Uma ha, Uma he, Yeah. Uma ha, ha. Yeah. That's how they should open it, the opening credits. It would totally fit with this movie. Uh, Amanda and her daughter living a quiet life of an Ameri oh, on an American farm, but when the remains of her estranged mother arrive from Korea, Amanda becomes haunted by the fear of turning, her, turning into her own mother. 25% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, not great. Uh, 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb, though. 2.8 out of 5 on Movie Insider. And 69% of mm -hmm. Google users liked it. So, nice. not, not great scores, but kind of middle of the road most places. Heather mm -hmm. uh, O says, uh, not horrible, not great. Previews were scarier than the actual movie. Mm. Mm. Uh, Jasmine uh, says, the film... Uh, was short but had a nice story. I don't recommend watching it though. Okay. Uh, looking work nineteen uh, on IMDb says two out of ten. Almost fell asleep. I was the only person in the theater, and that should tell you something. It was one thirty p.m. on a one p.m. on a Friday though. But still, the movie goes downhill right after the first scene and never gains momentum after that. The rest of it is a flashback to what had occurred years earlier, but it never comes back to explain what happened in the first scene. Uh, Sandra O oh was Sandra O, oh, but she did not have much to work with here. Uh, <laughs> okay, but I, I found someone that uh, really had, had a fun comment that I really need to... So, have you ever seen Grace Anatomy? Uh, yeah. Well, not okay. all of it, but some of it. Dr. Christina Yang retired and become a beekeeper. <laughs> 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 a new horror produced by Sam Raimi. Of all people, starts Sandro. Uh, the only good part was some creepy scenes, which could be effective at times. The first thing, uh, thing is the dialogue. Oh man, was it corny and weird as heck. In wor worse was most of the uh, of the cringy dialogue was from Oz's character. There's nothing unique about this story. 
really 95% was build up and nothing much happened. It was quite boring and I would uh, and I was quite bored and I couldn't wait till the story was ending. Of course it's predictable. Overall it's uh, bad. 4 uh, out of 10. Uh, Benjamin Sky Skyler Hill says 7 out of 10. Uma is if anything, really shows that writer-director director Iris K. Shim has true promise as a storyteller. Uh, it's no masterpiece or instant classic, but this was thoroughly uh, investing... Oh, I was thoroughly invested in the story with complicated real human humans at its core, and I'm excited to see what he can do next. Mm. So, you know, maybe it's not great, but, uh, you know, for maybe a directorial debut is what it sounds like, that it might be okay. Slow. I'm seeing a lot of people say it's pretty slow. So, cool. I like slow movies. Though. Uh, also coming out, the outfit. Leonard is an English tailor who makes suits on Landis and famous Savile Row. He must outsmart a dangerous group of criminals to survive a fateful night. Uh, directed by Graham Moore. Seven point five out of ten on IMDb. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.4 out of 5 on Letterboxd, 89% of Google users like this movie. It has uh, Dylan O'Brien and Zoe Douche in it. Uh, measure of Revenge. When Lillian Cooper's famous son dies suddenly from a supposed overdose, she conducts her own investigation with help from a drug dealer. Lillian pursues answers, justice, and revenge. Uh, director P Pifa Pefa. It's just spelled P E Y F A. Um, okay. Four point two out of ten on IMDb. Nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ugh. Four Ooh, to five yeah. on Movie Insider, and forty nine percent of Google users liked it. This has Bella Thorne in it, and Jake Weary. So some known mm. actors. The hater, uh, liberal environment. List learns that her childhood nemesis is running for state uh, legislature and creates an al al elaborate oh elaborate I can't read scheme to run uh, undercover as his opponent on a Republican uh, ticket. Directed by Joey Ailey, uh, five out of ten on IMDb, and that is the only credits uh, of this movie that doesn't sound good probably pretty indie uh alice alice is an an enslaved person yearning for freedom on a georgian plantation escapes oh she escapes through the woods and stumbles through time into the year 1973 after she meets yeah. a delusional political activist she confronts their lies that kept her enslaved uh that took a turn there. Uh, directed by Kristen <laughs> Verlinden. Uh, 5.3 out of 10 on 9B. 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. 4.5 out of 5 on Movie Insider. 87% of Google users liked it. It's got Common in it. It's got Johnny Lee Miller in it. Uh, Alicia Witt. And it's got Kiki Palmer also. So, mm. known actors. X uh, coming out this week. A group of actors set out to make an adult film in rural Texas under the analysis of their reclusive host. But uh, uh, when an elderly couple catches a young guest in the act, the cast 
find themselves in a desperate fight of their life, directed by Ty West, with General uh, Targa, Mia Goff, Britney Snow, and Kid Cudi, of course, because we need Kid Cudi in the movie. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, what are the chances that they have some exhibit song in this? It doesn't seem like they could fit a rap song <laughs> in here, but isn't there like that song by Exhibit called X? X, yes. Right, exactly. Um, I guess the last one that came out this week, The Torch. Not a lot. Uh, I was actually stalling right there to try to find something about this. Uh, 71% tomato meter. Uh, guitar icon Buddy Guy reflects on his legacy and passes along the blues lessons he received from legends Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf. Um, mm. Directed by Jim Farrell. Uh, I don't have any other scores, but it's got, you know, it's a documentary, so it's got Buddy Guy in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what movie do you want to see the most? Hmm. Uh, I guess X. Uma looked yeah. pretty good, but X, uh, I've seen a lot of commercials for, and the trailer yeah. just looks nuts. The trailer looks insane, and people are saying it's one of the most bloody movies they've seen in quite a while. I really, really want. That's to what say the trailer makes it look like, even so. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, sometimes trailers can way overhype things, so I'm not gonna like hold my breath though. Uh, coming next week, news of the week, TV and movies of the week, Eurovision. You said Germany, and then mm -hmm. we're gonna have a break for a little bit, right? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Halo Episode 1 review, we'll see if it's good, maybe do two, mm -hmm. if it's good, we'll do more. Another digital review of The Lost City. Is it, uh, based on that, uh, TV show? Uh, the Lost City? I don't know, I think I saw a thing for this, I think it's got The Rock in it, probably. Oh, The Rock? I think it oh. does, but maybe I'm wrong, I, maybe I'm thinking of something different. Maybe. I was thinking of... of uh, Land of the Lost? The Land of the Lost, maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's not really this the has, same, though. This has Sandra Bullock, Shaning Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, Brad Pitt, and Oscar Nunes in it. Oh, okay. Jesus. So not The Rock. Wow. What was I thinking yeah. of that The Rock was in really recently? Then... Hmm. Oh, Jungle Cruise or whatever. Jungle Cruise? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, Jeremy Round? Uh, Jeremy Round. Uh, I don't really have anything. Do uh, David Dobrik, Ace Family, and Trisha Paytas all decide to, in one way or another, quit, quit YouTube, YouTube in one week. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it, she didn't really. Well, she quit, quit her YouTube main though. YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, she's going to stop posting, like, her main... Which, like, that's her main content. Like, that's what everybody knows her for, is, like, the drama videos and all that stuff that's on her main channel. And now she's just going to do e eating videos, as far as I can tell. Which she was already doing oh, a lot and, of that. And ASMR. ASMR. Well, I think her type of ASMR is eating. Isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, like, there's e eating ASMR and stuff. I mean, there's other kinds of ASMR also, but... That's what I assume. was... That's what I was to assume. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, the Ace family didn't really quit either. They're just going to, like, have a vacation that they're not going to film. Well, they said we're going to, in a, at the end of the year, they're going to stop 
posting videos, though. Yeah, for a while. Right. Well, we'll see what happens with it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have uh, I have a feeling they're just they probably should uh, they probably should go away for a while. Uh, if they were so smart, they would have <laughs> just gone away and not told gone. everybody we, we, yeah. they're going away. Right. Um, that is true. Uh, I guess I I saw a very. I think the Mr. Beast fun uh, video was very funny. The last one, where he did different challenges. Yeah, I mean he does those every once in a while. Where it's just it's like a, it's like an amalgamation of all these different challenges yeah. instead of just being one big uh, video idea. Which those are always fun, uh, but they're more just like there's nothing really huge to say about them. They're just interesting. I think the big thing was like the Tesla crash, right? What Tesla crash? Uh, do you, well, maybe I'll find it and you can, uh, I'll find a video so you can watch it and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. Do you have anything else? I will talk about Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, the video from the State of Play came out and it looks amazeballs. State of Play. Okay. Uh... Mm-hmm. That is, like, uh, where PlayStation show off, like, their games. And Hogwarts Legacy is their, like, new game where you can become a, a, a Hogwarts member. Like, Harry Potter. Harry Potter! You need to say it with that English accent, by the way. Okay. Harry Potter! Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to find a good video of this. Let's see. Um, Alright, I put it in the pod links. Give me a countdown when you're ready. In three, two, one, play. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who's that fucking stupid? Apparently what happened is this place, David Dobrik, in a David Dobrik video, a guy jumped another, like, Tesla. Not like this, but, like, jumped it, kind of. And this guy apparently had seen that David Do Dobrik video and was like, hey, let's go to that spot where they jumped a Tesla in that David David Dobrik video, and I'll, oh I'll go do it. And so that's why all these people are standing around filming with their cameras. Is And according to the people that I've heard talk about it, uh, nobody knew the kid and he just showed up and didn't even test run it, just drove back there and just went for it. <laughs> he crashed into wow. two other cars and then drove off. Like, his car, like, so people don't apparently know who okay. it is, as far as I know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see if anything from the, like? the news, I'll check oh, the news after we watch this. Is everyone okay? This is sick. He doesn't have a license plate, so you can't. Wow. Who is that stupid? Oh, I guess they hit and ran. Well, what I heard, hit and run, that I assume that the car was running, but I think that hit and run, meaning right. they took off on foot, I would assume, because that does right. not look like a running yeah. car to me. <laughs> right? No. Wow. But you would think if that wasn't hit and run, then they would be able mm. to run the VIN number on the car, even though there's no license plates, and they'll be able to find out mm -hmm. who it was. Uh... Let's see, I'm looking for anything. 
Well, here's something interesting. Uh, owner crowdfunds to $22,500 to replace his Subaru, which is the car that it ran t- into at the end of the video mm. there. Uh, mm. So that's good. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, he was probably out of a work vehicle or whatever. Well, I don't mm. know what he does, but it sucks to just... Because some idiot wants to make a viral video, probably. Uh, yeah, nothing... I'm seeing... Nothing about, like, in any of these news articles saying, oh, person found out to be... Yeah, we don't know who did this. Hmm. Apparently, Dirty Dom uh, of David Dobrik fame claimed that he did this, and the police hmm. actually even went and interviewed him, but he's just being a troll, so... Oh. Uh, yeah. No, I, I haven't heard about this. This uh, went over my head. Yeah, it it's happened two days ago, so it, it's not like, you know, it's like fairly new, fairly new news, I guess, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another citizen. Another citizen. Another citizen.